Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name is Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined on the show this week by Fiona Hogarth. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Dom. Hey. Two episodes. Well, <laughs> back-to-back veterans, eh? You know, we, we, we talked before, and it's actually a question we often get is around aggregate LSI reporting, which is essentially, you know, we've debriefed a cohort of people, say 12 people, and we can produce a report that kind of puts everyone together. But sometimes people have questions about, you know, how do they use it? What does it mean? You know, how to go through it. So I thought what might be useful is record a bit of an episode. So if that's you, if you're interested in doing an aggregate report, you can have a listen to this and we'll kind of talk through it. If you're an accredited practitioner, which I guess you are if you're listening to this episode, in the portal that we have online, you can actually go in and download a sample report. So that that might be kind of useful to check out as well if you're not familiar with it. It's in the resources section under LSI. So so go in and check out a composite report, I think it's called there. Yeah, I think it is. So I guess first things first, what is it? What is an aggregate report? Well, as the word says, aggregate. It's everything come together. (laughs) So if you've got, you know, just say we've got a cohort of 12 people. Yep. So, you know, aggregate composite report is just 12 people's LSI1 data all combined together and with a median score put into it, what the middle is for the group, and the same with their LSI2, and also their satisfaction items and summary perception. So it's, you know, it's it's the report card combined and it's, yeah, that's what it is. I'm going to talk about where it's useful, but we can talk about that next. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's all the key data from yeah. the LSI, right? Yeah. So, hey, we take everyone's LSI together. profile and we put them together and find that the average of the group. Mm. We take everyone's outcome items, so the satisfaction items and summary perceptions, put them together, right? So how do they come out? So I guess the next question is why? Why yeah. would you use it? So there's a couple of things. I use it, as we mentioned in the pre- in a previous podcast, around using it to feed back to the group if you're doing some group activity. The other place where it's really useful is due to the confidentiality of individual LSIs. If the CEO says, I want to know how that group of leaders is, you can provide them with the group report and talk about it from that perspective or the manager or whoever without, you know, so this is what they look like collectively, can be really useful. That's where you could use it. And now that I think about this, another time we've used it is before in a group workshop, before individuals get their own feedback, you go, okay, so as a group of leaders, this is how we show up collectively as an average, you know, and create a discussion and it can help warm them up in receipt before they receive their own data. So it can work both ways before and after. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah, beforehand, I've seen it work well because sometimes we do the ideal leader, you know, so what does the ideal leader look like? Describe them for me. Let's draw it up and guess what? Lots of blue. But then sometimes when people see their actual one, which is more, you know, realistic, they're like, oh my goodness, like there's hardly any blue or whatever. We're sometimes to soften that blow a bit. Maybe it's like, what's the group's average kind of result? And then it's kind of like, well, okay, you know, I'm not a mile away from that. You know, or, or can at least kind of context it a bit more for people, I think is a good point. And I, I saw it before where it was like Corinne was doing it, actually showing a presentation, you know, of different examples. Of, yeah. you know, here's, here's the CEO who did this and that. And, and then it was like, 
who do you think this one is? It's like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, this is you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is you guys. So it was quite, quite a fun way of introducing it. It's like, hmm, you know, there's a bit of a tendency towards red or a tendency towards green or whatever it was as, as a good discussion starter. Absolutely. And then when you put the composite, you know, the LSI2 in there as well, and you can go, wow, you know, it's a bit of a mixed bag around the higher level managers because they're all different. Yeah. See this. Or, and, and all the direct reports think you're fabulous. However, for us as a group of peers, it may feel a bit like we're in a nest of vipers from time to time or something. Yeah. So, you know, that can help pre or post to help develop some understanding as well. So I guess, you know, why do you do it is to create another basis for discussion. Yeah, that's ultimately it. And when we're looking through it, so there's a couple of different cuts or a different looks you can have at it. And I think sometimes people have questions around this. So there's sort of the, call it standard aggregate report, which is basically we take the group of people, however many that is, 6, 10, 12, 20, whatever, and we find just for each style, what's the average, right, across that group. So the middle kind of score or the average score for all those styles. And so it gives us an idea here of typically what the profile looks like. The things you've got to keep in mind is uh, it doesn't mean it represents all people's results, right? It might come out, you know, on the people side, but there could very well be someone who's high task, yep, right? But on average, people are more on the people side, so yep. it doesn't necessarily reflect every single individual's profile. It's like when they do the the census. You know, people have two and a half kids. Well, no one actually has two and a half kids. <laughs> But some have five, others have none, you know, yeah. and, and that's how it works out. Yeah, so it's the average for the group. And for and within that, some individuals, if I was to look at, you know, so how do I stack up against the average of my group versus the global norm, which is what's in your LSI. So that's probably the other piece too. This is how, you know, because if <laughs> I'm just having a moment where sometimes individuals with high competitive in their LSI one, you know, how well? What does everyone else's look like? Is often a question that I get asked from a highly competitive, you know. So here you go. You know, the group report could be really valuable. So for those of you're you, you're feeding into yeah. it. <laughs> How does it look? Well, here it is. You know, so you are more or less than everyone else. You know, so that's. But it's you know it is about what's the a bit of the not quite the norm for our group, but how to, what's our group look like? Yeah, and, you know, and I've even had it just thinking of the doing it beforehand, like in the setup where we did. You know, what does the effective leader at this organization look like? Blah, blah, blah. Here's the aggregate of this group. Yeah. And guess what? Because during the effective leader, lots of blue, lots of blue. Comes out, mixture of red, green, and blue. Now, oh, well, you know, you need some of this and that. And I was like, hold on a minute, guys. Just a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did we draw on the wall? So it was a good way of actually having that discussion up front rather than one-on-one when people actually get their results. And it was quite funny because someone – Pointed that out as well. Like, guys, didn't we just say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, literally 20 seconds ago on the wall, we just drew that up. Yeah. So, there's that bit in the report that. The next cut you can then get, Fiona, if you have enough people. So, I think the minimum number is 12. I think so. Yeah. 12 people, you can get an interquartile report. Yeah. So, this is basically where we make a few more cuts of the data to give you a bit more information. So, before we were just finding the average. For that style, what's the average? What's the middle score? The interquartile is looking at still gives you that, but it says for this group, you know, where does where's the the top end and the bottom end effectively, right? So what we look at, say we've got twelve, it's a nice number to work with. So 
middle score is somewhere between person six and seven, right? The lower quartile will be what's the score between person three and four. So if we stack ranked them, so for the achievement style, we stack ranked everyone and their, their scores between person three and four, that's the lowest quartile. So we know a quarter of the group, i.e. one, two, three, under that score, and one, two, three are between that score and the halfway mark, yep. right? We then can do it from the halfway mark to the upper quartile. So that's person seven, eight, nine. Yep. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, and so it's the gap between nine and ten, and then the last quartile, I'm, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve. I'm confusing myself. That's okay. And so it's cutting this group into quarters, right? And so where do they fit then on the the circumflex? So we can kind of see, you know, because the the reason that one's interesting is you know how much spread is there in the group, right? So we're say we're well, even if you're at the you know sixtieth percentile as a group is the top in achievement, you know, how does that stack up? Because you're still, you know, you're not right at the top, but where does it sit? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 because it's like, you know, maybe there's a quarter of the group are above the 90th percentile. Mm-hmm. Right. But then a whole lot of the group are at the lower end. And it just works out that, you know, it averages at the 60th percentile yeah. or something. So it's just interesting to see how spread is. Or maybe there's a lot of people in a very tight band. Well that's kind of interesting. We know yeah. a lot of the team are around there. So it just gives a bit of an extra detail level, extra info, you know, for this group, how spread are we? You know, and in theory, if we were a, a normal group by the circumplex stars, you know, they should line up with the 25th percentile, 50th percentile, 75th percentile. John, question that just comes to mind and I'm asked because I don't think I've ever really thought about it before and it may not happen, but mm. and I know we do interquartile for 12, but even this interquartile is probably better than just the normal composite report if you've got, say, a group of 60 or something because if you totally. just did the composite, you know, the aggregate, it just it becomes averages. a round blob and it's the bit yeah. in the middle, whereas the interquartile, if you've got some really large cohorts, will really give you how's it stacking up across those different things. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, so, so I think the minimum is 12, but the reason we can't do it under 12 is we don't want to start identifying those yeah. individuals. So if you only had four people, it uh, kind of gives away yeah. <laughs> people's scores. But I think, yeah, it's the depth. If you've got, you know, 50 or something, you can really get a deeper sense of how it shows up and particularly across those different styles. You know, and I think that's probably the bit where it's most intriguing is what are the styles that where we're, you know, showing up really strongly at the top or the bottom or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's it. You know, and so is there a small cohort of people that are really dragging it up or down or yeah. something like that? That would yeah. be interesting. Mm. So that's all in there too. So it's, I think that one kind of kind of gets people a bit confused. So yeah, and the, the yeah, quarters of this group, you know, like where do they fit? It doesn't show you the specific highest and lowest score because again, that would be identifying someone. Correct. Right. So it's so it's quartiles and it's for each style. So yep. we stack rank each style. And yeah, so there's a bit more. You know, for the you know the ape accredited practitioners out there, it does take your head a bit more to get it around. But it's really yeah. If we was, I like your description yeah. in terms of if we were stack ranking them, how do we where do we cut quarters? where do we yeah. cut off the group? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So There's, it could be quite useful to run people through an correct. example. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, so you get that both for LSI one and two. Correct. The other thing you also get, and we mentioned, was the satisfaction items and the summary perceptions. Now, I reckon this stuff is actually really valuable, particularly at this aggregate level. Essentially, it's presented the same in the LSI report. One difference, though, like with the LSI 1, because we're doing it across a a group of individuals, 
we have a standard deviation line on it. So, you know, like you'd be used to seeing yeah. on the outside too. Same theory applies, right? The triangle is the average yeah. of the group. The, the length of the line is one standard deviation. Mm. So the more, the wider that is, the more variation there is. Have you used that one, Fee? To be honest, I haven't used it as much as I probably could, but where it is useful is, well, you can get some themes, you know, particularly in those satisfaction items. And we're all really, and this is good, useful organization, useful feedback for the organization, you know, happy with my work colleagues, all those sorts of things. But items like stress, family, health, those sorts of themes can emerge collectively from a satisfaction perspective. And so even whilst we're quite constructive, we've got some challenges. I'm not feeling as satisfied from those areas. So that can be some messaging for the organization more broadly that could be useful and going, okay, well, got these people, but and they're what they're doing is impacting from a life perspective. Or it could be a bunch of colleagues could be showing up. Totally. Everything else is great. And if you've got an intact team or a bunch of leaders, yeah, all this other stuff's great. But actually I don't enjoy working with my work colleagues. And that might be supported by LSI2 data out, out of peers. Could be. It can be, yep. you know, a bit like when you do your individual, how does it align? But I think for some of those satisfaction items, it's the feedback organizationally in what's showing up. Yeah. And to your first example, I've had that exact situation where actually the group came out relatively constructive. And I remember being slightly surprised by that. But in the satisfaction items, home, leisure time, health, were all down the low end of the table on average. And I remember saying to this group as a leadership team, you know, I don't expect that this team will still be this team in a year's time because people were essentially burning out. They were burning out. So like, oh, I wouldn't expect to come in here in a year's time and it's the same group of people. Yeah, it's really powerful. And it was quite powerful, actually, because it's like, yeah, you know, we've got to change the way we're operating because this isn't mm-hmm. working. I was slightly surprised because they were swooping down. and they, yeah. So they were taking on a lot of work themselves, which really belonged at different levels. But it was just interesting because we were getting stuff kind of done, but we were like, it was not sustainable. At what cost? Yeah, it was not sustainable. And I wonder too whether that's, you know, it's almost the unsaid sort of stuff in terms of individually we all know that. You know, I'm saying, but I'm not, I don't want to be the one that sort of says I'm really feeling under the pump and all that sort of thing. But if you get the aggregate data, they're like, oh, yeah, we're all delivering and we're all doing that. But, oh, geez, I'd much rather be at home with the, the kids and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I wish I could do X, Y, and Z. But I don't want to be the one that sort of says it. It's a yeah. good point, actually, especially with health, leisure time, yeah. family. Like that's not stuff you people are necessarily sharing, you know, depending on where they work. But interesting insight into that world mm. for them. But also equally to your point, you know, it could be we've got other questions around relationship with superiors, relationship with peers, with colleagues, contributions and so on. That might also be really interesting mm. to discuss there. In addition, we've also got the summary perceptions. And again, we're used to seeing that, but we've got the standard deviation line for the individuals because now we're talking about 12 individuals yes. put together. But same kind of interesting stuff there. How much support do you think you receive from the organization? That's curious. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's other stuff that just adds another, once again, it's another lens, it's another layer, and it helps yeah, create conversation about stuff. And what are the flags, you know, and even in that summary, yeah, some people might think they get a lot of support, some people don't feel like they get much. So what is it that you need and where's that conversation in a group? Yeah, well, I get heaps because I ask for it all the time, but I don't feel I get any because I never ask. Yep. And it doesn't come free-flowingly 
and is that what we need? Yeah, so again, it's a great conversation starter. Mm, mm. One thing I think we should point out, and maybe we should have pointed this out at the start of the episode, but it is different from a GSI. Yes, yes, good call. And it is different from culture. Yes, absolutely. You know? So this is the adding up the individual thinking and behavior is not the same thing as the team's dynamic, mm. right? And I think it's, it's kind of confusing because it would seem like wouldn't it be just the aggregate of all the behavior, but it's actually different because how this team thinks and behaves isn't necessarily just the sum of the individuals. Correct. It's not the sum of all its parts necessarily. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of what's the dynamic, what's the expectation that mm. takes over on this group. Mm. So just watch out for that. If you want to measure how do the team perform together. GSI. GSI, right? Whereas this is really as individuals, you know, collectively how do we, well, maybe that's confusing to say, as individuals, you know, what's the average About how we see ourselves. About how we see ourselves, how we see each other, or how others perceive us. Yeah, which is different to how do we behave collectively. Yeah. 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 And so it's kind of a a bit of a nuanced point, maybe, but it's an important point because they are not the same thing. Right. And you can kind of tell that because the questions are different. Yes. Right. If you look at the two surveys, they're quite different. Yes. For that. Measuring different things. Measuring Mm. different things. Yep. Cool. I think. that kind of covers the, the key yeah. points, I think, of how yeah. to use it, what, what the key aspects are of yeah. it. And I guess part of it, you know, for anyone's thinking about doing it and it all seems a bit daunting is, you know, take a bit of time and then if you need, got questions, like, yeah, have a read, contact us if you need to, but hopefully that's given some consolidation of what we're looking at. Yep. Give it a go. It Give starts it a, a discussion. Yeah. yeah What's the worst right. could happen? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. A good discussion. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. All right, Fee, thanks, thanks for your time thanks. on that one. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.